Welcome to Paint on Politics, a podcast where host Dr. Gregory Payne of Emerson College sits down with fellow experts to discuss the current state of politics, public opinion, and global affairs. In a world growing increasingly complex, communication and critical thinking is key. This only makes the Emerson motto, expression necessary to evolution, more true. Adam, Franklin Lyons, first of all, what I'd like to say is welcome to Paint on Politics, and we're going to be talking about a variety of things. Maybe what I'll do is switch it up. We just talked about that. You had, you were very, very active and have been an important conduit with Blankerna, especially with the Institute. And I have to thank you once again for excellent tour advice when you took us, uh, you know, up to in the Costa, I think, Del Norte. What, what is it? The Costa Brava? Oh, the Costa Brava. Yeah, yeah Costa yeah, Brava area. To, um, I was going Costa del Sol. Tosa. Wrong part. Yeah, to Tosa. Uh, you were incredible there because you knew it better than you know the local people. So that this is a part of your soul, I would say. Is that one reason why you like Blancarna and have found this to be such a home base for you? Yeah, I first I first lived in Barcelona fifteen years ago, um, and I I came to it the way uh, you know a lot of grad students come to their graduate school topic, which is somewhat randomly. Yes, <laughs> um, but. I ended up there for a year doing research, and I was quite surprised both at how much I liked doing the research, honestly, uh, the archives in Barcelona, um, but also how much I liked the city. Right? right. When I went there, I didn't know Catalan when I went there, um, but studied it, and in part, the documents I was reading were in Catalan. Right. Everything mm -hmm. out of the 14th century is basically in Catalan. Right. Um, 14th century Catalan is more similar to modern Catalan than 14th century English is to modern English. Really? So that's purity. An advantage, yes. I suppose. Um, yeah, it has to do with 19th century revival. There's, yes, there's yes. a purity aspect to that. Right. For sure. Um, but yeah, I've, I've, I've. One of the things we did when we lived there is we actually would go to a lot of the people who were there for a year would you know take a weekend and fly to Rome or something, right. or fly to Vienna or Berlin or whatever it was. So centrally located. Yeah, um, but we didn't. I didn't do that. I actually went to like small towns like Tosa. So I've been to fifty or sixty little towns across Catalonia, and we did these just trips to the smaller places. And um, so I feel like I know a lot of the Catalan region. Yes. Um, I still have friends there. One of my friends who I actually met in that year, she was a grad student at the time. She's now one of the main archivists in an archive where I sort of still work. So I you know, have a sort of combination of a professional and a social connection to it. Yes, so, yes. Yeah. Well, you know, what I find interesting, uh, I've known, it, as you can tell here by my office, that I'm very enamored with Barcelona. And that began in 19... 92 when Javier Kurtix, who we've kept very close with and uh, just visited and met with the president uh, not too long ago, said, why don't you come to the Olympics? And I immediately said, oh, you live in Madrid. And he said, oh, no, no, Barcelona. So suddenly, you know, the stepsister at that time uh, became a focus of mine. And when I went, and of course, as you can see, I was lucky enough because I have a student who, whose mother was Maserat Caballé. And so she did, of course, the Freddie Mercury song, Barcelona, which to me epitomizes it. I've been going ever since then. And in talking to President Pelton in 2014, he said, let's just make this formal. So we've been taking people, but I think what's great about Emerson is oftentimes 
you learn so much outside the classroom and even sometimes things that are not a part of the program. We've built this uh, and we've had exchanges. We've had, you know, where students can come and study here. We take students there, which they say is one of the most popular faculty members. Sharifa and Spencer, as well as Vincent, have been a part of their, their new program. Uh, we have the Global Summits, which, of course, we were happy with the Watergate last year. They upped it, I think, with the Sagrada Familia this year, <laughs> so I don't know what we're going to be doing. It helps when your director is the bishop, right? Uh, it does uh, help. Uh, and, of course, <laughs> when you've got you know, the blessing of the Pope, as we saw over the weekend. Yes. Uh, one thing, though, that I've been very happy about is that you immediately got on board, and you were a part of our very, very important relationship. And you've expanded, and I think your work is really with the upper campus. We've been with the Communication International Relations School, which celebrated their 75th anniversary. Could you talk a little bit about what makes that relationship so special and what attracts you to it? Because I know you and Mark and others are working with the Psychology and Sports Comm Group. Yeah, so the, the relationship with the upper campus, um, in part, was an interest of Blanc Carina, right? The first time I, you invited me and I, I, I visited, um, they were already talking about sort of what are the things that the other, because there's three campuses, what are the things that the other campuses might do? I think one of them is, is almost entirely a nursing program. So yes. It's a, kind of its own thing, but for the sort of quirky historical development of Blancarna itself, the upper campus has sports communication, mm -hmm. whereas political communication is in the downtown campus. Of course, here they're more closely aligned in the same school. Um, but they also have psychology in the upper campus. They have a, a series of things that we also do quite well and have robust programs in. Um, so even on that first visit, they had ideas of, of connections that, mm -hmm. that they were interested in making. And, and you know, I think part of it is that the people on the upper campus see the opportunity that this generates, um, both for having uh, Emerson people visit the lower campus and what that brings to them, Yes. Um, but also the opportunities that it provides their students. And so I think the upper campus is interested in, um, you know, access to that. Yes. Uh, for good reason, right? Like it's a, a, a working program is a working program, and that's, that's great. Yes. I think as a scholar uh, and someone who really appreciates a global perspective. How important, Adam, do you think it is for us to continue the summits, the exchanges? What's the value of someone in the Marlboro Institute, uh, as well as an Emersonian, who's uh, very much, I think, an important part of that bridge? Um, we actually have our, our first IDS student going in the fall. Wonderful. Um, she's interested in, in environmental studies and political communication, and Specifically, you know, the combination of those I think is obvious, right? Like it's a, clearly a political. Yes. Uh, climate change is as much a political problem as it is a natural one, <laughs> um, and and her interest in that combination, she was looking at study abroad programs and thought, oh, this has an excellent set of courses and and is easy, right? The the fact that we made it easy for students to go is is very attractive. Um, I liked what you said earlier that that. Um, He's, he's the wise one in the room. That's, yes. A, a lot of what students learn is not in the classroom. Yes. 
right? That, that you get things through the organizations you're part of, the other people you know. Uh, and I think, I think universities in general undersell how much students learn from other students. Right. How much you get from, and, and there's actually like studies about how people's minds change and what they know uh, and their sort of, their construction of the world can be changed by changing the group they're in, right? And study abroad is an opportunity to do that in a more radical way. Right. Uh, it's an incredibly important part of uh, what students can get out of college. Coming to college usually puts you in contact with a bunch of students from a bunch of places that you hadn't known before, but study abroad is yet another version of that. I think one thing that, uh, one example of that is I have, I'm doing a road to the White House, and it's very much into the political campaign. I have students from Blancarna in that. Of course, they, they do not know. They're not the political junkies that some of our kids are. But they're taking it because they want to appreciate exactly what it's like. And what was intriguing, that first class, I said, okay, let's talk about the parliamentary system in Spain and the fact that, you know, you have an interesting coalition right now after, you know, mm -hmm. looking at the autonomous movement. So from my perspective, as I said, it's a vital part of what Emerson is about. I don't think it has gotten the publicity that it needs to because I think there, it's extremely popular with faculty. As you said, Sharifa, Vincent, Spencer, yourself. We had 55 people at the summit. Uh, Shepard Vargo, who's our administrative associate, uh, is someone who got his master's over there and he feels a great affinity to, to Blancarna. Uh, could you explain to us and to people listening, because I do think it's very, very, very important in terms of the, the political dialogue, what are some of the projects that you are working on? Because I know Mark is working with Mark Polo and others, but how about your specific projects? So the specific projects that I'm working on, um, in part, I, I've been working with Mark on connections with um, the Sportscom, and part of that is feels almost ambassadorial, right? Mm -hmm. This is sort of outside of my area and my department. Um, but Mark and I both have been having meetings with them because we have a strong, we have a growing sports communication department, as do they. Right. And the fact that it's in a different campus in Barcelona doesn't mean that that shouldn't be an area of increasing collaboration. Um, the one that I'm working on more specifically myself is, is connecting the psychology departments. Um, they have quite a strong psychology department. It has a fair amount of, uh, it does a fair amount of research and publication. Um, in addition to having a fairly large number of majors. It's one of their stronger areas. Um, in the Marlboro Institute here, uh, the Marlboro Institute houses sort of a lot of the traditional liberal arts from history and economics to, to include psychology. Um, psychology is far and away our most popular minor mm -hmm. um, by twice as many. Like you look at the numbers and there are 130 psychology minors at any given time and the next most popular has 65. Right. Um, history is like in competition for third. Yes. So, but psychology is really <clears throat> is a really popular one. Um, I don't think we're we've uh, you know we're we're thinking about what it might look like in the future to have students be able to take advantage of that. But I do think things like potential faculty exchanges um, or faculty involvement in some of their research groups or collaboration with our faculty because mm -hmm. um, psychology is an area where we we also have a fairly strong research program 
um, within the Institute. Um, but the other thing that we've talked about is that <clears throat> um, for the psychology minors, our, our faculty here are interested in you know, lecture series or presentations by other faculty, and that would be a natural place to draw from that. Right. Um, on specific course collaborations, they have um, uh, they have courses that overlap fairly closely with some of the courses that we teach, and having smaller projects that connect the courses with each other. Um, another good area is um, their students often have an outside evaluator for masters or undergrad theses. Um, that's something that we do in the institute program, in the interdisciplinary studies program. Um, not every student in that program does psychology, but it is a popular area like it is with the minors. Um, so being able to draw on those faculty connections, um, again, not necessarily for full semester, but like integrating these little pieces into different semesters then often leads to things like faculty exchanges or, you know, as you mentioned, what like Sharifa has done on the lower campus to go over and do, you know, two weeks of workshops. The right. way that their semester works right. is often amenable to that right. sort of thing. Right. Yes, I think uh, fr from my perspective, what I would love to see is uh, not only the exchanges continue, but we've also talked about the possibility of having something in D.C. where their students could come. So many in the International Relations Committee communication area would come. I know that Joseph has made it very clear that he is establishing a school of medicine. So I think given President mm -hmm. Bernhardt's interest in health communication, I think as we look forward, and our, new, it would, our new major. Yes, right? new major, and I think also as they do their strategic plan with a brand new team and we do ours with the new president, it would be good to have more collaboration so that we could say, well, in addition to what we're doing here, we're also strengthening there. What are some things that you would recommend, some maybe projects or ideas that you have that we could strengthen the relationship, which if you could go to the admissions office, it says that there are academic partners. We have the castle, but in terms of the actual mm -hmm. university, they are the strongest. <clears throat> I think, so I have two thoughts. Um, and one is about the summit itself. Mm -hmm. um, and then the other one is more uh, sort of what students have the opportunity to do. Um, the, the One of these, I, the, well, I'll start with the student one. Um, which I've actually talked to Sharifa about mm -hmm. a little bit. Um, we market our global pathways very heavily. Um, and we we have one in Barcelona, but it's unaffiliated with Blancarna. And it is really more sort of theater. Yes. I've, I've attempted to deal with that. But okay. Yeah, yeah. But please go ahead, because you're you're explaining the exigence. Right, right. But, but regardless of the... the like we market these programs and these opportunities for students um, I think perhaps an easier version to do would be to have classes that run as regular classes during the semester that have a trip built into them mm -hmm. right so it's not just a sort of singular global pathway which in some ways the global pathway market feels sort of saturated if you will um, but to have courses that are like I talked about with psychology, right? A connection with um, a course where you have a collaborative project built into it, but then there's actually a trip at the end or in the middle, perhaps, for right. a break. Yes. Right? So that the course is attached to the place. Um, 
and to market that alongside the global pathways as these opportunities that we have built in. Right. Um, I think there's a question of funding, obviously, for that, right? Like the global pathways are you pay for in certain ways if you took this class, like is there some subsidy on the side of the college to make that possible? Right. Because right. we, we to say that we believe in that sort of education, right? That, that is something that the students should have the opportunity well, see, to do. See, what I find interesting in Shepard's program, which in Issue is now at uh, EAE as a business team, in that program, but I think I think Blind Karen is still keeping it, uh, you would come in on a Thursday uh, and you would teach Thursday night, Friday, Saturday. So you would get a module. And I don't know why we can't do that here, but we seem to act as though it's just so difficult to do. And I think if we, one thing we've done, and it, it appears what you've suggested is already hap is happening, because we do the sports communication workshop during spring, and for the most part that's been more or less visiting, and as you know, because you've been on it, uh, getting kind of a cultural immersion in various aspects mm -hmm. and going to, depending on who it is, maybe spending more time in Parliament, but also at the, uh, you know, for Barca. But this year, Mark is wanting to do something where he's actually taking digital storytelling students and they'll get a non-credit, non-tuition, one credit. So maybe we begin with that and, you know, next time we could have somewhat something with the Institute. But it seems to me that it's better if it's grassroots, if it originates and people can say, okay, here's something that's already proven because, uh, and yeah. oftentimes the college then will say, well, how did that happen? But then usually it will become institutionalized. <laughs> I think right. the beauty of Emerson is, you know, it's usually created at, at, at your level, at the faculty level. Uh, so I, I would say we're very fortunate to have people like you uh, who Thank I think you. have spread the word. I think that when you look at the VMA, they're beginning to sort of also see the interest. I think Sean Clark is interested in doing some stuff with mm -hmm. his students. Uh, but I think it would be good for us to grab the ear of the president and just explain that this is not just, you know, one sort of one-off each year, right. uh, but a vital part. The one thing I think that you mentioned earlier, uh, we do have, and this is something I think we need to perfect, we have a website here, but the website on the center is much better at Blancarna in terms of the thoroughness because we've had ABS publications with so many of their faculty. Mm -hmm. And what's been interesting about this publication, which I originally started in 1988 just to be on American politics, and it was primarily on elections and primaries and all that, we've expanded it now to where we've looked at issues in and the Catalan independence movement, but we've also looked at some of the right-wing issues that are paramount now in, in Europe. So we've kind of got this global publication that's baked in. And uh, I think if we could count on you to continue to carry the, you know, carry the, uh, the story forward in, with regard to what you're doing, it would be great. And as I said, for this to be a vital part of the strategic plan. Yeah, that's a good point, because right. we're in the process of doing that. Right. Can I ask a question about sure. the, the yes. summit? Because one of my thoughts about the summit is one of the best parts about attending it is the, I think they're mostly grad students, but seeing grad students from both places yes. talk about their capstone project, yes. their research, Yes, it's such a good venue for that. It is. Um, the faculty collaborations are great also, right? Don't right. get me wrong, but like yes. it's, it's like an excellent venue for that. And I, I I'm sort of curious, or I've been thinking about like um, 
what you know what are the ways that that could be open as a venue again to potentially students and other majors of these sort of further mm -hmm. collaborations mm -hmm. between mm -hmm. the two schools mm -hmm. right what would that look like to um, you know either have again the faculty connections right like a group of psychology faculty present or um, you know how conscious are, are is that part of the whole plan that this is about like giving a venue to master's students hearing from other faculty right. in that way well I think it is I mean I think I think we've opened it to that I mean one thing that we do now in the department is there is a conference called the International Academy of Business Disciplines which is ideal it's going to be in Las Vegas this year but it's really a great opportunity for students to present but I think with regard to the summit I mean one thing we've seen and I think it began a couple of summits ago we have we've had so much interest in the summit that we've had the pre-summits uh, right. and we did one with Marianne Taylor and a couple of other people where it was we were dealing with issues of gender and equity and that a couple of years ago we've got the poster out here and that was very very popular many people said to me how are you going to do it but we had people that couldn't afford to come to the summit they were doing it by zoom but I think if we sat down with Vincent and Sharifa and others that would like to be interested I think uh, as I said, Shepard is very involved in this, and you know, not only as an alum of both places, but somebody who's interested in global bridges, and just maybe do a call to every, anybody who would like to be a part of this as we build it out. Hmm. Because one thing that I think is an outstanding product of her pedagogy is Maria Scott has her students do a capstone presentation, and it is lockstep, just perfect presentations. Uh, and I think it would be good to showcase that because we say we're all about presentations and communication. So Theoretically, I think, it's what we're built on. Yeah, that's it. That's it. And, you know, we, we'd like to herald that. So I would like to ask you to help us continue to do that. And as we look to the fall, yeah. uh, maybe we could start saying, okay, share that. Because we just brought students back from New Hampshire. We were in Iowa, which was a terrible 45 you know, below zero scenario. And they've got very rich stories. Yeah, I, one of the, I have a... Student in one of my classes who got trapped in Iowa. Yeah, who was it? Which one was this? They were all very nervous. I think. Did I send you a note? Because they asked me you to send. Didn't send, send me a that. note. I, I'm, I'm not nervous about that. Yeah. I'm, yes. It's yes. fine. You were yeah. in Iowa. I, yeah. Great. That sounds right. great to me. Well, they were in Iowa. Then they <laughs> were in the St. Louis. They up. got stuck in, at Lambert. Then yeah. they were, and they were all very nervous. So. Uh, but I, and what I would like to do is just thank you for being entrepreneurial and realizing that uh, we appreciate and value your leadership in this and I think that what I would like to say is somebody who uh, loves this program a great deal whatever ideas you have we would like to help you uh, bring them to fruition and I love the idea of a class where halfway through they come here and we go there because right. it's close enough we can do we can definitely do that it's not that many hours more than Los Angeles so that's right why not yeah no, thank you. I appreciate that. It's been well, a nice program to be in. Yes. Well, thank of. you for being part of Paint on Politics and look forward to having you back where we can talk about how some of the things we planned are now part of the process. That'd be great. All right. Thank you. Thanks very much.